HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program has been brought to you by Fairway Market, like no other market, a New York City institution that sells the best local, national, and international artisan foods for prices that can't be beat. For more information, visit fairwaymarket.com. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. We talk about food. Talk about music with musical dudes. Finger on the pulse, snacky tunes.
That was just Too Pretty, featuring Colin Self, uh, who will be performing live later today through uh, headphones, which actually sounds really good. Um, is that our first uh, alt mic situation? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I bring a lot of alt. Yeah. A lot of alt. With me wherever I go. Uh, we got a pack show today. Pack show. I'm one half your host. I'm Darren Bresnitz. I'm the other half, Greg Bresnitz. Welcome to Snacky Tunes. We're figuring on the pulse. Shout out to everybody who came out to the inaugural uh, Barbecue Blood of the seventh season. Uh, Stella Turing Machine It was uh, awesome Super awesome Next one is going to be uh, The second Tuesday in June I think June 10th With Bunker And who's DJing? Uh, Wolves Yeah Who is- will be on Snacky Tunes uh, Coming uh, First weekend in June So in a couple weeks um, And we're doing a little bit of a swap around here today Because uh, Dave Oh man Oh, it's still too early. Right in the salad. Oh, right, right, in the right in the salad. Okay. Anyway. Okay, here we go. We're at the oh, ultimate God. crossroads of food and technology. Well, we're, we got a really exciting show today. Um, super excited. Yeah. Dave, welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing? How's it going? How's your week been? It's been good, man. Yeah, really nice just hanging out in New York. We're doing an event down on Bond Street and, um, yeah, seeing lots of people, what eating an, lots of food. For the people who might not know your magazine, why don't you tell them a little bit about it? And who, <laughs> and who are you? Who am I? <laughs> who are you? <laughs> As a, so uh, I'm Dave Lane. I'm the, um, one of the founders of The Gourmand, which is a London-based food arts culture journal. And it's, it's really... It, it's like a compendium of kind of great content and the catalyst for it all is food. So it's not restaurant reviews and it's not sort of current trends. It's just really, really good writing, great photographs, great illustration. The same way that like, you know, you sit around with friends and eat dinner and that's when you talk about really great stuff. 
it's that's a where publication. And that's where the magazine that. came out of, right? Exactly, yeah. Talk to us about that moment, or what led up to that moment. So I'd, I'd Ten like, bottles of wine. T- yeah, <laughs> One bottle much. of absinthe. <laughs> so I, uh, I used to design a lot of books and produce a lot of books, and my partner was... Um, producing magazines and has a big like has a background in food and events and we were just thinking that you know considering it is the most universal subject in the world and every single person eats it's pretty much the only thing everyone in the world does that the way it's covered in the media is pretty narrow you know it's kind of like six salads for the summer it's kind of patronizing most of the time yeah and like having you know having it as a sort of medium to talk about everything and get great people involved would be just a really nice thing to do so we did a pilot issue and basically we invited all the writers and photographers and illustrators that we knew around for dinner bribed them with like an amazing meal and loads of booze and then they kind of had to do it and then we had an issue and it went really well after that. So. Did they? Did you like? Were they not able to leave like exterminating angel style, or like you, they were not to leave until they delivered their? They just couldn't leave. Like we, you know, we tied the chairs down. We fed them so much they couldn't get out. Of the there door. was a dark room in the back in the studio. They're yeah. like, just, uh, "Here's your USB lo- stick. Upload the content. Yeah, here's, here's a, t- yeah. a typewriter." It's like, why am I chained to this? We locked them up. Book. We Air. gave them a pen and just like occasionally slid like, it's like a letter misery, under the door. Misery, but for food magazines, pretty much. Okay, yeah. got it. Mm. That's amazing. Um, and you're on which uh, <laughs> slow drip of schmaltz for sustenance. Uh, and uh, what issue are you on now? So the fifth issue is at the printers. We, the pilot issue was zero, which seemed like a great idea at the time. It's yeah. like incredibly confusing when it comes to uh, distributing magazines. All those ideas when you get started, then you're like, oh, wait, there's implications of just... Yeah, it makes sense with like a TV series. When when a shop's ordering issue three, yeah. and it's the fourth issue, it's, uh, it's a whole load of pain. But... <laughs> Oh, issue zero it's nice to have you know yeah, um, I think it's just cool to say issue zero yeah especially with your accent issue zero there we go <laughs> I'd, I'd get into that um, um, well in addition to being uh, a great magazine the design is unlike any other food magazine I've ever seen um, can you talk about how your design background influenced the content of the magazine yeah I mean it was kind of the other way around really like I was so used to designing things for other people and producing stuff based on a brief. And for this, we were like really, really interested in the content. So it sort of just got everything else out of the way. Oh, God forbid the content actually (laughs) inspires the design and not the other way around. Exactly. It's like, you know, I was so interested. The design bit's just sort of super easy and and happens at the end. And anything that gets in the way of the content's just kind of pushed off to the side. So it's really clean. It's kind of production-wise, it's a bit more like a book. We use really, really good paper and finishing, and we work with like amazing book printers in Holland. So I mean, what was the decision to actually put out a printed copy? You know, it's so expensive these days, Cause especially been so many signs that would point in the other direction of not going that route. Yeah. But also just like to do anything that stands out. It's not just like, oh, we're going to put something on the thinnest paper. It's like, you really got to go to the next level of printing. I think this whole argument that print is dead is like kind of a bit narrow. Whoa, 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 whoa! Your I, words, man. I, I think I'm just asking you why you did. I didn't say that. I, I think it's a bit. That. It's a bit narrow-minded. I think like cheap print, you know, daily stuff that you go online to get. It doesn't make sense to print that. If no. you're going to print something, it should stay in the world for as long as possible and be as good as possible. So it was kind of you know we want people to keep the magazine. Every decision in it is made so you keep it on your shelf. Even the content, it's not about now. You know, it's like timeless stuff. So, 
Um, yeah. What is yeah. That, what's, yeah. I don't want. I mean, look. I don't <laughs> want to put you on the spot for your ecstatic choices, but it's just you know, it's 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 not printing something and making something physical these days is not something to be taken lightly. <clears throat> no, I think every and medium it's no longer. Like, and I think it's an it's even now being like there's benefits and negatives of being just digital and yeah. also being uh, a, something you can hold in your hand. I think every medium has its kind of its ideal content, and I think. Online stuff is brilliant for like short form things. It's great for film. It's great for images. It's great for like a hundred words. Yeah. But I don't want to sit down with my coffee on a Sunday morning and read like three thousand words off a screen. No. And if no. I've got a beautiful photo essay, I want to have it printed and I want to keep it. And but do you it. do digital editions? There are digital editions, but only of sold out back issues. So all the back issues that have sold out, a lot of people ask if they can get them. Smart. We're not going to reprint them, so we they're like quite affordable digital editions you can get. That's pretty great. That's what pretty are cool. what are what are one or two of the articles that you're really proud of that you will also think will stand the test of time? So the next issue, I just pulled the contents up for the next issue because I thought it would be like it's always a better way to say what it is really to go through the contents. Yeah. I think so. There's a piece on like Foley Sound Effects Studios, so the guys Ooh. that make all the sound effects of films. And Snapping celery for bones and things exactly. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. the Fatal Punch in Rocky is like a watermelon with cream crackers on the outside. You know? <laughs> what, they do, the... it's, it, what they do to get those textured sounds is so insane. It's amazing. It's amazing. And there's amazing archive photography of people with like baskets of vegetables and stuff. Who did you interview for the Foley Sounds? <clears throat> there's a woman who wrote the book... Um, there's a book about the Foley Sound. She studio. literally wrote the book on Foley Sound. She lit. She Margaret was there, Foley. She did it, and then she used it in a movie. And then she used. There's a, the movie of the book of the movie. <laughs> oh the my book god. Of the movie. And um, Hannah Lack, who's the film editor at Dazed, and another did, wrote it. So it's a great piece. There's a piece on um, uh, a guy called Simon Hopkinson, who was really like the very first kind of British restaurateur who did super, super simple classic mm. British food and started the whole kind of St. John, mm. like Mark Hicks, kind of London food trend. Um, and he's an amazing writer. And he started this lovely restaurant called Bibendum. And it's kind of just his thoughts on certain topics, you know. It's, his, it's him speaking. Right. Uh, there's a piece on La Fonda del Sol, which was this incredible, massive restaurant that at the time was the most expensive restaurant ever in New York. At what time? It was like 70s. Okay. And um, Alexander Girard, the designer, spent like three years going around South America researching it. And incredible. Like um, everything in it was completely bespoke designed. Like Charles Eames did, did all the chairs. It's excessive Naturally. to the max, but yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, so there's a few bits. I mean, Got it's it. that kind of no, which varied is, content. So it's like almost um, like historical. Like you would want to know this 20 years from now. Yeah. Because it's like, it's, it's, it's like food education. Exactly. And there is an index of recipes in the back. So where they appear in articles, there's an index in the back. So it sort of functions a little bit as a cookbook. But some of those recipes are also like a bit more abstract. Like yeah. we did a big piece with John Baldessari and... His recipe for an egg is a bit more about... What's like, this recipe for an egg? Throw, throw know, it up in the air. So it's like, it's like closing the back door so you can't hear the neighbor's wind chime. You know, it's like putting on the right radio station, oh. making sure the dog's happy, and then it's just boil an egg for six minutes. Oh, my God. Okay. So that's kind of... That's crazy. And then um, you're in town for Design Week. <clears throat> yeah, we're doing an event with Vitsu, who um, 
licensed like Dieter Rams furniture. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of an unlikely uh, matching, but actually it's been brilliant. We've made a fruit stand in their store, and we're working with um, a friend called Missy who runs a great restaurant in London called Rita's, and she's doing like, oh, fruit sodas. Love every day. Rita's, yeah, it's great. Um, from the from the dregs of uh, birthdays. To the drinks of birthdays. I was my last night in London. Uh, I ate at Rita's and had like nineteen Negronis, and yeah. then uh, left when they were carving up a pig's head, which did, which was not well received on Instagram. Pig's head, <laughs> yeah, like a pig. No, head. dude, that type of stuff is like, it's it's now it, you're better to just text that photo to friends. Okay, but I think it's great you're eating the head, man. Otherwise, yeah. it's just going to get thrown away. But Rita's is really, really great. It's brilliant, and Missy was over, and we would we were doing this event anyway and we were like you know you should come and make some amazing drinks and we've got some little lovely fruit tarts every day we did a bit of a tour of New York on the first day it's really stressful trying as many different French fruit tarts as we could mm. sounds rough it was harsh uh, Colin if was... you could just rub his shoulders I would yeah, they, uh, oh, yeah. it was it was yeah. really hard we've all been there it was fruit, really, really hard. fruit tarts in New York man just yeah. oh yeah it was it, we were, even went to one place and um as we were speaking, like water started running out of the light fittings, just gushing <laughs> down, and we were like, Should, "Do you want to uh, maybe like?" I think the something's you know. She was like, "No, no, no, it's fine. Don't worry." But she was like, "You should probably turn the lights out. There's like water running out of your ceiling," and then the ceiling started kind of wobbling around a bit, and we just got up and left. So. <laughs> oh was that on Friday during like the insane rainstorm? It wasn't. It was when it was sunny. I think like whoever was uh, living upstairs had just left the bath on yeah. and taken too many Valium or something. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that happens when you go searching for fruit tarts in uh, New York. That's, like, that's how stressful that's, it that's was. A, that's a I classic, mean, like... classic thing. Um, well, great. Well, um, thank. Well, where can people uh, pick up the magazine in the states? So it's in about. I think it's in about three hundred stores now in the US. But obviously, the US is kind of big. Yeah. So I say that. Yeah, I've heard it's that. Probably still quite hard to find. <laughs> yeah. But in New York, like all the, you know, McNally Jackson, kind of all those kind of shops will definitely have it. Um, you can get it online. You can subscribe online and buy it direct from us. So yeah, it's out there. Amazing. Increasingly as well. That's great. Any like really nice magazine distributors, if that, you know, listen and get in touch. Yeah. And Owen, how? Where can they find you? Nuts and bolts website, Twitter. Oh, so it's uh, thegormand.co.uk, and it's uh, at thegormand, I think, or maybe just at gormand. Well, anyway, you'll find we'll it. We'll find yeah. it, yeah. And um, it's the same on Instagram. And Marina, my partner, does Instagram, and it's a, it's a beautiful thing, so you should um No uh, pig's heads or anything like that? No pig's heads yeah. yet. Although yeah, yet. Uh, yet. there's going to be pig's head month next month based on this, so... Oh, is it that time of the year again already? We're going to just do one and like each day we'll do a section of it. So oh, over the month. Like a big reveals. mosaic. Yeah, yeah, the mosaic. Oh, that's actually, that's very nice. Complaints Classic. will start coming yeah, in. Yeah, start like coming two in. weeks. We can so, just direct them this way. We have to see what parts of the pig head gets the most complaints. If it's like the snout, the eyeball. I bet an eye, eyeball, eye, eyeball would probably be yeah. like the eye or an empty I eye know, socket. I got, I got forehead issues, you know? Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna play. So you put together a playlist for uh, your. For so for the fruit stand at the Vitsu store. We, I, oh yeah, it's on Bond Street, thirty-three Bond yeah. Street. So pop in and have sodas today. Tarts. Go check it out today, right? Yeah, and tomorrow is the last day. We did a fruit playlist. Um, originally, Femi, who runs NTS Radio in London, was doing oh. it. Yeah. Who I, I yeah. do a show on there as well. It's great. You should listen to it. Um, Shout it out. 
NTS Radio. Our show's Gilded Sounds, but every show on it's great. Yeah, so it's like it's all. there's way too much content on a weekly basis. To, yeah. I've been doing it for like three years. I still find new shows every day that I listen to. By the to. way, it's The Garmand on Thank Instagram. You. Yep. Like <laughs> well um, done. So we did a free Look playlist. Look at that journalist in that chair over there. <laughs> It's like the internet's in here or something. Um, We did a fruit playlist, and it's all fruit-themed music. Easy or hard to put together? Surprisingly easy. After love, I'd say fruit is up there with, uh, weirdly. Yeah.
Smooth jazz. I mean, we could have, like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what but, if we just did a show that was just, like, a 60-minute track? Just got lost. Just get lost just in get it. Just get lost in it. Uh, welcome back to Snacky Tunes. Welcome back. Quiet sounds on a happy Sunday. <laughs> How's that? No, it's terrible. Is that my, my radio peak voice no good? No, it's awful. Um, well, Caroline Rusick, welcome back. Thanks. Thanks for having Food me. Food editor, Philadelphia City Paper. Shout out, Philly. Hello, so sad about the you. Flyers. Still mourning that. How can you not... I it's swear just, to God, if you come home... It's like, the same. It's if the you same. come home like an LA Kings fan one day, I'm going to be so upset. It's the same story every year. Is it? How did Philly take that loss? Everybody was bummed. Oh, yeah. Fine, whatever. <laughs> uh, uh, Caroline, welcome back. Thanks. Shout out to Momo, who fed you last night. Absolutely. Momo Sushi Shack. Phil, can't wait for that sandwich shop. Can't wait. So, Caroline, what brings you back to Snacky Tunes and gracing us with your presence on a Sunday morning? Well, um, I am throwing a big, giant sandwich festival what? in sandwich. a week and a half. Yes. It's, I guess Philadelphia isn't really known for sandwiches. No, not at all. Not hoagies, not cheesesteaks, not Just that face. For a second, I was like, uh, Just that face. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you can see Greg's face. Um, I was like, you've lost your goddamn just, mind. Can we just say that the roast pork sandwiches should be more famous than the cheesesteak? It's the unsung hero yeah. of Philadelphia sandwiches. Uh, all right. Or there are so many sandwiches in Philadelphia that it's a crowded plate. I don't think so. I think there's uh, room for a lot of... That's a wrap on that joke? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Okay, enough. <laughs> enough. We don't have enough time to do all the fundamentals of food. This will be my last episode of Snacky Tunes. So, Carolyn, talk to us about this, uh, the great sandwich event. Sandwiches event. Um, so it's, Not just one. No, there, there are many sandwiches. We've got, like, 20-plus restaurants participating. We have new restaurants, old restaurants. We've got... Um, like old school sandwiches like um, Shanks and Schlesinger's and Primo and then we have you know a bunch of like Bon Mies and Bosom inspired sandwiches and we're also going to have a sandwich making competition like chop style with secret ingredients who gets to who gets to enter into that uh, we have Brad Spence from Amis. Brad, uh, yeah. shout out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love Brad. Uh, Eli Culp, who's at Fork and A Kitchen, and mm-hmm. also um, High Street on Market, and Scott Schroeder from the South Philly Tap Room and American Sardine Bar. But, I mean, it, take me through a chopped sandwich competition, because, like, it's kind of probably... How does it not end up the same, like... Uh, we're going to have basic sandwich pantry ingredients yeah. and then secret ingredients. Okay. So, you know, probably, like, 15-minute... Time constraint and it's not gonna be like fruity pebbles though, right? I don't know. It's their secret ingredients. Yeah, <laughs> they wouldn't be very secret if we told them. <laughs> okay, but just give me like one hint about. So, so how do you balance the you know the classic sandwiches versus like the modern sandwiches, especially since Philly has the reputation of cheesesteak house and not just nine cheesesteaks, which I would not be mad at. By yeah, the way. I don't know. I feel like you know I've been working to curate the list and make sure that there's a good selection of just you know. There are a lot of sandwiches in Philly. For a first t- for a first time goer, how would you recommend attacking it? Because uh, are they full sandwiches? They're no, not full no, sandwiches. Okay. It's a sandwich sampling. Okay, I mean that that seems doable, but still seems pretty. Uh, seems like a, I mean, how do you not get stopped by the copious amounts of bread? Oh come on, you gotta just be like a sandwich champ. Sandwich. <laughs> do you get a do you get a t shirt or a yeah. trophy? <laughs> sandwich <laughs> champ. Sandwich champ. Um, I don't know. That's a lot of sandwiches. So, what are some of the what are some of the ones that you want to make sure people like? Because you know, for a lot of food events, people will like stack one or two vendors to get their taste. But who are some of the ones that people should like maybe go first or an unsung hero or? 
I mean, I feel like you should just mix up, you know, the... I got the pawn, Greg, yes. <laughs> I'm playing hero, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> just roll with it, yeah. Just go with uh-huh. it. Um, honestly, a lot of vendors haven't gone back to me about what they're making yet. Mm. So. Oh, so yeah. I guess they have the secret. Yeah, they, I, I, there, there's, a lot, there's a lot of secret components that are happening. It's still a week and a half away. It's on May 28th. So. Um, can I know that they're all your children, but can you pick a favorite? Like, who who's like the new sandwich king on the block that you're looking forward to showcasing? Oh. Oh, come on. Oh. All right, top three. Top three, God. <laughs> At the event, or yeah. just in Philly in general? At the event. Well, I would hope that it's one of the same. <laughs> you know what? We put on a sandwich event, but we didn't bring our favorite people. You guys know there's so many sandwiches. And also, my life has been nothing but sandwiches for uh, the past couple of months. Can you, can you give us one? Um, I'm actually excited for a rotisseur. Okay. Do you guys know that place? It's mm-hmm. on um, like 20th and Chestnut. Okay. Yeah, they, um, they're doing a banh mi that looks really exciting. I don't know. He's got some like apples and pork belly in there. A really like beautiful, fresh take on you know Vietnamese classic. Awesome. And there's yeah. a bunch of booze too, right? There drinks. is a bunch of booze. There's a hey. lot of beer because it's Philadelphia. We've got art and hey, the age. Philadelphia beer scene. Yeah, Philadelphia beer scene. Doff my cap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, who's gonna be there? Um, I think art and the age is gonna be there. Yards is gonna be there. Yards. 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 <laughs> Uh, Don Q Rum. Don Q Rum. That's made in Philadelphia, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> By way of wherever that is from. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, oh, Dad's Hat Pennsylvania Rye Whiskey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you guys I, tried it? No, I have. I've, I mean, I've heard about it. I, I didn't know that whiskey was coming out of Pennsylvania. Yeah, I think it's like the like one of the first um, rag companies since like Prohibition to start distilling in Pennsylvania. I bet it's like quite a. I bet it's quite a drink. Filtered from the school kill. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty serious. Yeah, really filtered from the school kill. Yeah. Uh, are the tickets still available? There are. Yeah, um, you go to citypaper.net slash great sandwiches. It's thirty five dollars, which is pretty good for three hours is that of sandwiches and, drinking and food. It is. Oh, that's pretty great. Yeah, I mean the only Dude, that or twenty I mean, bucks in uh, Chinatown bus ticket. I go down from New York. It's, it's kind of a bargain, right? It's really, it's really. And what year is this? <laughs> <laughs> year one. Oh, year one. This year is one. The premier. This is, great sandwiches event. This is great. Are you making T-shirts? We're not. But do you want one? Um, maybe so, pins or um, buttons. I don't know. We can work on it. We've got some time. Yeah. 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 You, got, you got ten days. You, yeah, absolutely. You got we can ten do T-shirts. Days. Um, and then, is there uh, any bands? Any yeah. DJs? Uh, we have um, Holly Sue Allen, who does Making Time. So, I don't know. She's Shout great. out. Yeah. Shout out Dave P. Yep. And it's at Union Transfer? It's at Union Transfer. Shout out Sean Agnew. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, my God. That venue is amazing. And do you know about Union Transfer? They made, like, a, modula- a mobile stage so they can cheat mm-hmm. the speakers and the stage forward or back, depending yep. on it. So it's We're show- pushing the stage way back. Yeah. We have lots and lots of oh, I bet. sandwiches. I bet. Uh, then, great. Yeah. Well, is the city of Philadelphia involved at all? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Maybe next Not yet. year. Yeah. Not yet. Oh, what does the winner of the sandwich competition get? They Please get. Please tell me you made a trophy with like a gold sandwich on top. Um, I actually have somebody working on a really amazing trophy. I feel it's, like winning food competitions and not there being some sort of kitschy trophy is just um, why I'm gonna compete. Yeah. The, the trophy is gonna be. I'm gonna get you a trophy, cool. Greg. That has some fun food stuff on the top, and you'll be like, I totally get this. It'll be like a, those like chopsticks. <laughs> yeah. Or like a half-eaten like bowl of ramen. Yeah. 
Um, all right. Well, you know, thanks for coming on. Yeah, this sounds amazing. Thanks, and we'll, you should and, come uh, down. Yeah. And do you want to shout out your own uh, personal Twitter? Tweet yeah, sure. Everything is Caroline Rusak on Twitter, Instagram, everything. You have a good Instagram. Thanks. How's your? How do you feel about your Instagram? I feel pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. What percentage is it food? Um, I don't know. Like. Ninety nine yeah, point a, something. <laughs> 90%. <laughs> yeah. Every once in a while, like, like a, a dog will pop up in there, I, or a cat, or, or a the cat beach, or, or something. Beach. Yeah, that, but you know, that's or there'll be like a taco in the beach in the background. <laughs> yeah, which which is the best. Uh, well, really appreciate you uh, coming up to New York. Thanks for having me. Go I'm Flyers, twenty fifteen. Yeah, come yeah. down for sandwiches. Yeah, we have a, another uh, track from Too Pretty featuring Colin Self, who then we will be interviewing, and he will be performing live uh, on Snacky Tunes. This is Women's Issues Part 1.
It's a women's issue, a women's issue, a women's issue, it's a women's issue, it's a women's issue, a women's issue, a women's issue, it's a women's issue, a women's issue, a women's issue, a women's issue, it's a women's issue, it's a women's issue, a women's issue. Too pretty. Too pretty. Welcome back to Snackatoons, where we play a favorite game. Who's that couple in the window? Uh, (laughs) We are... Where are we right now? What are we thinking? Dating? I think somewhere between being friends and having something deep happening. I don't know. It's it's verging because of the meal. Yeah. He's definitely woken up. He looked a little rough to begin with, but uh, uh, honestly, I I won't make my final call until we see how the check is split. Or if he oh, picks it yeah. up. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So indicative. Right. Yeah. All right. We'll keep you. Uh, we'll yeah. keep you updated. Don't Colin, worry. Don't, don't go anywhere. <laughs> don't go anywhere. We have to figure out where this is. Yeah. Colin, welcome to Snackatoons. Development since you've been in the bathroom. This is really cool to be in, in the presence of all these people eating uh, food, enjoying food. Yeah. I feel just, like we could. I feel like there's a missed opportunity where we could just do get like a bunch of like Japanese tourists to come in here and be like, you can pay to watch other people eat. Why you sit in a room? I feel like that's a thing. Yeah, it's got. You be don't a get thing. to eat. No, no. but you, you, just, you get to watch people eat, yeah. and they just like beautiful food presentation. Oh, I'm really into watching people eat. It's my yeah. thing. Um, well, Colin, so you uh, were asking where how we how we found out about Shea Deep. So uh, not this past Basil, but the Basil before. Um, I saw Shea Deep perform um, on that Saturday afternoon. Um, in that weird little room. No, 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 not no. I miss that. Um, I missed the room performance. Elizabeth Yeager was like, come to this thing. And I was like, I, I don't know where this is. But that Saturday afternoon in the back of that hotel. Oh, yeah. Um, where one of uh, the members like did that Lana Del Rey lip sync that went, it, went in the... And I, I literally went, what the fuck am I watching? In like the best way possible. Where it's always a good moment. Where he started in, fr- in front... Yeah. Yeah, shout out to Harry Neff. That, yeah. was, that was... I think there was actually a bunch of moments where... Even being a person who's close with the other performers, I was really like, "What is going on? Like, how is this existing in reality right now?" Which, for the for, just to briefly recap, it was like there was a moment where Harry Neff was waiting it was, to just ride by Lana Del Rey as it had kind of just come out. It was yeah. like wading into water while it like had was fake bleeding from like the mouth and the eyes. Yeah. I think. Um, into this like pool with all these like floating sculptures, massive pool. Yes, like yeah. It was in the huge pool in this like beautiful uh, on the Miami Beach. Um, you know, it was like sixty fifth and Collins, and it was, like he was wearing like this uh, like turquoise kind of like chiffon covering and yeah. this like like one onesie, and I and then was bleeding, and then all their performers, and then you came out and you just sang a song, but you had just stood in place and were like shimmering with en- with like energy, and like I was like. I have to meet all of these people and I don't know what and they're like oh yeah um, we're getting on a plane and we're, we're going to trophy bar tonight and I was like you're, I was like okay good luck wait good luck. Yeah, my, that was the after party yeah. in Williamsburg well it was like that's, that's, just, that's the obvious move yeah I mean you just Before like to after party in Williamsburg I frequently find myself in these really kind of nonsensical um, situations that are also really fun where it's like oh I'm on a beach performing in Miami but tonight I'm like DJing in Brooklyn but somehow it all like works out and makes sense. Yeah, um, it was. But um, and then um, we worked with Shadeep um, at his hotel for Pride and just kind of we've been following. So uh, I realized that we had not had you on the radio show. But and a good thing I reached out because you're going away to school. Yeah, I'm. I'm about to start on a sound music program, which is going to be very crazy. What What's the program entail? It's the 
Bard has a Milton Avery MFA program, which is low residency, so you're on campus for two months of the year, and during those two months you have like kind of a studio intensive where you have 40 studio visits over the course of 60 days. Um, it's kind of really crazy. You kind of like lose your mind, and then you come back to it, and then you lose your mind and come back to it. Um, and then you go away for 10 months, make work, and then come back the following summer, and then you do one more round for until you do like the final third summer. So it's a very weird, it's a very different way of doing a master's program, but at the same time is like kind of, I feel like the only way... It sounds like it gives you time to really reflect and produce or reflect and produce. Yeah. Which is so important these days to really produce anything of substance. Yeah, which also I think to also not be kind of in just this bubble of like yeah. this, this safe group of like, oh... You're great. No, you're great. Yeah, it's like, we all love each other, and then you leave school, and you're like, what am I doing? You're like, oh, shit, everyone hates us. Right. (laughs) So, for for people who don't know who Colin Self is, who is Colin Self? I am a composer, a choreographer, and... um, One more, triple threat us. uh, What do I want to do? You know, these are always in flux. Today, I'm going to use... um, um, vocalist, because I'm probably going to do a vocal thing later. Triple but threat. Here we I go. really strongly believe that in this thing of like, um, whatever you say you are, you become that thing. So you could be like, I'm an alien, or I am a, um, I'm like a famous cooker, or whatever you want to say. And then if you say it enough times, it becomes real. Um, I don't know. I keep telling people I'm a ballet dancer and no one's buying it. You can keep... I mean, <laughs> who knows what ballet is going to mean in 10 years, so... I'll be real honest. There. If I'm the future of ballet, I, I am upset. There's something really beautifully abstract about you being a ballet dancer that I think we should explore. I have a very low center of gravity. I think we can probably do, like, sitting ballet for you. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> Just kind of swaying, 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 or maybe like. Oh my god, he fully extended his arm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, do you want to play a song for us? You want to get into this? Sure. Do you like perform one or? Yeah, perform one. Yeah, I can do this once. I'll do a flame. Okay. Is my phone? Can you dedicate it to this couple out here? I'm gonna dedicate it. Just sing to to this couple couple. because the song is kind of about this like like the unknown reaching the unknown and I feel like this couple is really um they don't know god I want this check to drop so badly I just want to see where we put I feel like it might happen at the climax of the song or something if he puts out his credit card at the climax of the song I'm gonna lose my fucking mind I'm like okay let's see do we have a test oh I have to turn it on there we are okay can you just go yeah just go
right. That oh was my God. funny because... Because was... literally... <coughs> no? Oh! oh! Oh my god. Alright, if we can just take you uh, just a little play by play. So, literally, the clam has a song. Check comes, he puts his credit card down, she offers to pay. At first, he takes the money and then waves it off, put his card back down. I think it was a beautiful, like, romantic. Yeah. Like, coming coming to. Wow, oh my god. But that was also. This, this, that might have been. The best moment of Snacky Tunes of all time ever. <laughs> well, also that, yeah, I was like, I don't, that's, such, that's like a new song for me, so I don't totally, there's like this uncertainty, and then like this uncertainty happening before us that's actually really kind of... Kind of perfect. It's <laughs> kind of a moment. Yeah, it's a moment. <laughs> uh, so, uh, there, 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 there was something you said before about, you know, writing songs and then hearing them after... You've written to me, like, did that really come for me? Is that really, like, I, it, what, you know, how does that song relate to who I am? And how often do you put out something internally and then you reflect on it and go, like, how did that come out of me? I feel like that's most of the things that I make. Not to say that I don't have, like, a sense of agency over what I'm, like, yeah. trying to put into the world. As much as um, I think I, like... So I, like, really catch myself of being like, oh, like, I wasn't trying to make... I wasn't initially looking to go in a specific direction or make a certain thing as much as this, like, the things that just come out of you when you, like, sit down and get in the weird zone of trying to, um... Make things happen? Yeah, or that I also feel like what a good way of saying it is that, like, maybe I am a vessel for something else to... Yeah. Come, for these other things to transpire into, or into the world or something like that. I don't know. When do you feel that that your vesselage is, like, happening at the most? When do I feel it's, like, happening the most? Yeah. Well, probably... Uh, there's... I'm trying to think if there's a specific... I guess a lot of the things I'm doing right now, like, most of my performances are with... I'm working with, like, a group of uh, choir singers. I have, like, a choir that I'm performing with. And when everyone is together, there's kind of these really crazy moments of, like, whoa, what's go? what just happened? Where we all do these, like vocal exercises together and then or like we sing these songs and then afterwards we're all kind of like well that was really crazy is it you and a group of singers surrounding you or is it all equally sharing the weight it's kind of equally sharing the weight like um in this way yeah it's like i kind of will guide vocal practices or like vocal exercises kind of loosely based on extended vocal techniques or like um other like meditative things and then we kind of just let it ride through the group so I'm like a conductor of sorts and you have one coming up in Philadelphia right? I do on the 24th at Vox Populi this is for people in oh, Philly Vox Populi yeah. this is a really real, real okay. we're, we're from Philadelphia so this yeah. is a very Philly centric yeah. dude so, Vox Populi is I can't believe it's still kicking it's yeah. been like 20 years yeah. 30 years now yeah it's got a deep history um, first Fridays we used to go there and like, yeah. steal steal uh, cheese cubes and like sips of beer when we were like <laughs> seventeen. Cool. Yeah, I'm glad it is how. Yeah, I'm really excited to be a part of it. And shout out to Jamila James for putting me on the bill and giving me a chance to do these like crazy choir performances. But it feels really good, and people are always like, "What?" Afterwards, they're like, "What was that?" Like, I don't know something about having a group of people sing with such intention, or like, uh, it it really. Something what are the uh, three? I mean, you sent over like a, a ton of projects because you, you have too pretty. You have this. You have your your party at the Shade Deep. Uh, how does the the outfit and the attire change through 
the different events or is it a similar set of uh, aesthetics? How does the what change? Like your outfits, clothing, aesthetic. Um, I, it's so funny because I'm not, I kind of just see it as this fluid thing. Like I don't pay too much attention to what's physically happening as much as I almost feel as though there's this thing of being like aggressively neutral in weird ways mm-hmm. or it's like to just be like myself. Can I go back to you being more of just a vessel and things passing through you? Kind of, but also, yeah, I guess so. Of just being like, I'm going to be in this, all of these projects the way that I just intuitively feel like I should be. Mm. Um, I love the thing, don't force it, don't fight it, as like a, my um, kind of drag mother. She's like a bio woman, but I call her my drag mother, but she always said, don't force it, don't fight it. And it's like a good way to like position yourself with projects of being like, I'm just going to let this thing happen the way it's supposed to not try to posit too much over it or let it posit too much over me. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like you're going to be able to really put that mantra into effect with your program that you're going to be studying in. I think so. Yeah, it's a lot of magic. It's a lot of doing... Like, I definitely believe strongly in, like, the alchemy of, of thinking that way or living intentionally. And you're good um, with things just, like, approaching things that way and then not working as well, right? Yeah, and also being like, if you go and you put yourself into a project or if you like set out to do something and it's like very clearly defunct from the get-go, that you just can let it die and let the mortality be like what it is. Like, you don't... Yeah, yeah. sometimes things just don't click. Right, and that's okay. And also like realizing that like the way that I make work and the, the media that I've created is not... That sometimes it just won't click and that's like... Uh, fine. fine. Failure is totally fine. I love failure. I think failure is more exciting than not than success. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. you got to stand by both sides of it. You do. You have to love both equally. So I want to make sure we have time for one song, but um, what do you have coming up where people can come see you? Um, and, oh, well, I guess if you're in New York on the 30th, I'm throwing kind of a bon voyage. I throw this this quarterly party called Clump that funnels into the Radical Diva Grant, which is, like, a biannual arts grant. And the 30th at Secret Project Robot, there's going to be a bunch of performers. I'm performing with Too Pretty with Lane Kay. Shout out to Lane Kay, who is part of the first two songs um, that we played. And um, so, yeah, that's... Secret Project Robot on the 30th. A bunch of amazing bands are playing and DJs. They'll be dancing. And I think that's it. And then I'm just gone for a while. I'm so glad we were able to yeah, figure this out. Thanks for good, coming good in. Good timing, guys. Yeah, it was like, uh, you know, sometimes for this show as well, you're just kind of like, I, I should I should just reach out. It just, like, makes sense. And perfect, like... And then we can have you back on after you come back from yeah, the first... Yeah, see where, where my brain is then. That'd be, yeah, that'd be awesome. Happen. So, um, where can people find you, contact you, hear your sounds? What's your um, Instagram? My Instagram is bring a book. Like, if you're bored, you bring a book. Um, and what else? Um, you can contact me. I think find me via SoundCloud. My website... Oh, my friend Carrie Altman. Shout out to Carrie Altman. Just helped me get my website back to zero. It's colin-self.com. Or you can just find me on SoundCloud. My name, that's my real name. It's not a fake name. Oh, okay. All right, well, we want to thank everyone for coming in. Check out the uh, Sandwich Festival. Great sandwiches. Great sandwiches. Great transfer. And then make sure to pick up a copy of The Gourmand. And then head down to Bond Street and check out the, the pop-up. Yeah. And uh, we'll be back next week with uh, Babies All Right. Oh, yes. Uh, entire hour dedicated to the most amazing new venue in Williamsburg. Food, music, just they... they it's all right. Yeah. 
It's all right. right. I love that venue. And shout out to our parents. Philadelphia. See you next week. Yeah. And uh, so what are you going to, what's the name of this song you're going to take us out with? Uh, it's Telling, and maybe I'll just let it, I'll let it play. Should we just go into it? Yeah, do you want to sing? Oh, what do I want to sing? Yeah. Let's have you sing one more. Oh, yeah, sing. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm going to sing. Yeah. This is one more. It's called Telling. It's oh, wait a second. An album. Are you playing the 24th in Philly? I am. We're going to be in Philly on Saturday. Yeah, you guys should come. That's the day of the performance. Okay, then we'll see you. We'll see you. See, hey, we'll I'll see you on Saturday. Perfect. <laughs> Look how that worked out. Beautiful. Can we bring our parents? Yeah. Oh my God! Please bring your parents. I want as many parents to be there. Okay, they'll be into it. Yeah. Yeah. It's choir stuff. Yeah. Right. Okay, ready? Right.